The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is... <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, let me try that again. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 705? Seven, what is... what? 705? What is up with this poorly made, incorrectly sized hidey hole? I'm very confused. What's this sand and feather? And where's all my bones for Wolfie? And why are there two stacks of wood? And why is Wolfie barking so much? What? Anyway, weirder things have happened in Far Lands or Bust. Let's break out of what supposedly was the last episode's hidey hole. Why are you up? Why are you not sitting, Wolfie? What has transpired? These are strange times indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Wolfie's up and walking around and there's a pool of lava right here? What? Why would that be? I would never be so haphazardly dangerous in my episode endings. Anyway, apparently this is episode 705 of the series. That way is uh, east. No, that way is west. That way is west. That way is east, because the sun is rising. This way is west. We're going to continue west to the Far Lands in Minecraft Beta 173 for your Thursday, September 13th, 2018. Let's grab some wool, since apparently some of my wool from the last time I looked at my inventory is missing. And there's some beds. That's normal. That's normal, having some beds. All right, everything else is in order. We have the clock, we've got some netherrack, we've got our compass, our armor, our three golden apples. These things are, we've got our green music disc. I think this is what we had. But yeah, we normally have bones. Bones, Wolfie, we need bones. I see no pigs. But continuing on, and at farlandsorbust.com, continuing to raise money for direct relief charity. We're still raising money for direct relief charity, right, Wolfie? That hasn't changed. Things are weird. Continuing on, uh, raising money for direct relief charity. We're up to $17,692.40. Thank you, everybody who continues to donate and ask questions. Not only is this a marathon, walkathon, charity-a-thon, but it's also a Q&A-a-thon. <laughs> Anybody who donates to the charity can ask a question in the comments and I'll add it to the list and uh, we'll answer those in future episodes. Let's get Wolfie back up to health from whence ever. All right, full health. He took damage. Cobblestone? I don't carry around cobblestone. I, I don't have any, I don't have any, uh, what's that stuff called? Coal! I don't have any coal. I need some coal. 
Strange, strange happenings, my friends. Strange happenings indeed. But yeah, farlandsbus.com. Keep donating. Much appreciated. And we are continuing here in Minecraft Beta 173. Into September here. Like I mentioned, Cone. Cone? Cone. Yeah, that's his name. Cone was in town, along with some other Farlanders for PAX West. So, spent a day downtown doing PAX West very briefly. Spent uh, another day doing the Flight Museum. Got Cone to finally see the SR-71 Blackbird. And then uh, Cone hung out a little bit later in the week after that. And uh, help me with the Corolla. Corolla is is up and running. Much much better tune to it. It's got the the bumper on it, the slim bumper, which now makes me want a slimmer rear bumper. But that's very expensive. And uh, yeah, it was good good to have Cone here. We saw some mountains. Juno Juno made made friends with Cone. It was all all good times indeed. I do have, I've noticing on my notepad, my notepad of notes, on the bottom it says, Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Cone, welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Why would anybody need to write that down? Who has clearly watched the episodes of Farlands or Bust for many, many, many years? Why, why would they forget how the, the episodes start every single time that they would need to write down a script like that? <laughs> Just wondering, I don't know. Strange things, goings-ons here. But yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time indeed. Still managed to do a couple streams and do an episode of Farlands Bust. Apparently, since this is episode 705, because I blacked out or something. Too much socializing. I just fast-forwarded through the weekend. <laughs> um, yeah. So we did that. And speaking of buying bumpers <laughs> and things, I I mentioned this on my stream before, but I'm I'm trying something out for the month of September. I mean, I already failed, but I that was before I decided to try this out. I'm not going to buy new things for the month of September. This is mostly brought on to the fact that I I need to pay taxes this month. <laughs> it's quarterly taxes are due, and uh, I don't have quite the wiggle room I thought I did in, in my savings or lack thereof. Do I have an, I have enough bones right now. Um, so I'm like, hmm, where, where do I need to cut back? And one of the things I need to cut back on is I notice every month a, a, a large expense to the Amazon.com on my credit card bill. Because it's so easy. It's so easy to buy things on Amazon, isn't it? Like to just say, oh, I need this. Okay, Amazon. And then while you're checking out, you're like, oh, I might as well get another uh, extended battery charger for my phone. Or I might as well get th this pair of work gloves so that I can use them on the car. Or, or this, that, or the other. And then it just adds up. And then there's like so many times where I'm balancing my credit card statements. That's right, I balance my credit card statements. And... Uh, I, like, have forgotten to enter them into the register, and I'm like, I don't, what, what did I buy here? And I go back in my Amazon order history, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> I just completely, I just did that and completely forgot. And that's what they want. That's how they get you, so they make it too easy. 
So I, my first thought was like, all right, for the month of September, not buying anything from Amazon. And that seems incredibly feasible and easy to do. But then I decided to up the ante and say, how about just no new things? No new things. And by things, I mean like objects to be brought into the house. No new newly purchased items. No, no new parts for the car, no new parts for the computer, no new kitchen implements, utensils, storage thingy-bobs. Just no new anything. No new clothes. I'm, all my clothes are fine. My underwear are, are without holes and I have plenty of socks to last me a week or two into the laundry cycle. It's fine. How about just no new anything? Consumables, obviously, are not what I'm considering things because, like, I need food. <laughs> and, uh, like, I just bought paper towels. That's a consumable. Things that don't that aren't things you keep, like that remain and take up space. And I'm trying it out. Like I said, I already failed because at the beginning of the month, uh, I, I, I got a new capture card for the PC and uh, was able to play the PlayStation games, finally, and we did some multiplayer stuff with Cone. Gran Turismo and Gran Turismo 2 and other such things. Um, and then I'll hopefully... Oh, be, uh, careful, Wolfie, careful, Wolfie, careful, Wolfie. Be trying. Well, I knew that was going to happen. Holy Moses, that was a, that was a spill and a half. Oh, well, how about one more? Nope, nope, nope. I ate that, didn't I? Um, so yeah, I already did that, but, but you guys bought it for me, or the Twitch audience bought it for me. Uh, so that goes into that. And then I ended up feeling guilty and donated some stuff to directly Because <laughs> that's how I work. That's how my brain betrays myself my own my own success um, So yeah, I'm trying that out and so far I, I hope it's working <laughs> um, Yeah So I don't know if anybody else has ever tried such a thing. I know you know, there's a lot of like diet based like challenges like ooh, th the, the, the whole 30 only eat whole raw unprocessed foods for 30 days or, or vegetarian or vegan or this that or the other or, or exercise you know start doing push-ups at the beginning of the month and at the end of the month you can do 100 push-ups or something like that I'm doing the, uh, the less physically strenuous thing and, and just saying no I will not buy new things I, I'm, I'm kind of wavering in my ability to say all things, but I definitely think I can do the no buying anything from Amazon. Speaking of which, speaking of which, that uh, what I'm about to say has nothing to do with that because I'm about to go to sleep and we'll continue in the morning. And awakeness. And that's a snore, right? That's a snore and a half. Whoops, that's the wrong way. Oh, well, I appear to have gotten myself trapped. Um, um, well done. Well done. We can do it. Forge our own path to destiny. The video game. Um, whoa, Wolfie. Uh, well, okay. Nope. Oh, that's fine. We're all doing great. All right, just 
concentrating very hard now that we're above or at or near the cloud layer. So yeah, that's 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 what's new with me. Careful, Huawei. Gas, go! Double whammy. He like shook his head. Did you see that? He like shook his head after he did that. Noodle. Now I need more pigs. I should have killed those pigs when I had the chance. Well, yeah, let's uh, let's get to some of these questions that clearly have never been answered before in an episode of Far Lands or Bus. Like this question from Crumbelina. Do you enjoy swimming? Ah, uh, it takes a long time. That's why I normally make boats in Minecraft. Jokes! Uh, do I enjoy swimming? In, no, well, I haven't in a while, in a very long while. I <clears throat> went into Lake Michigan, despite the fact that I grew up in the Chicago area. I never went into the Lake Michigan waters. Did that recently, last month, when I was in the area. Didn't swim, though, just kind of like waded out and was like, Ooh, it's nice out here, okay, going back. But, uh... No, I don't know. I can't quite say I'm a big fan of swimming. I can't remember the last time I, like, actually... A couple times in Arizona, obviously, you gotta, because it's very hot there. And the community we lived in had a swimming pool. Um, but, uh... I think I did have, like, a gym membership or something like that. A place where my mom worked. And I decided to try out the swimming pool because everybody's like, ooh, swimming's so good for you. Man, it's difficult. It really pulls the life out of you, doesn't it? It's like super hard. I like did a half a lap and I like sank to the bottom like a bag full of stones. It was uh, not good. <laughs> um, I've got some bad memories about swimming. Our high school had a swimming pool which I realize nowadays is probably not that rare, but it was rare back in back in the day. Um, and we had, we were like required to take swimming class in, in gym. And that was difficult. Like if you think them making you in gym do the, the, the what are those things called? On like where you run back and forth, different lengths on the basketball court. Do that, but they, they force you to do it in a swimming pool, and the lanes like do multiple laps and stuff, and it's and and when I was growing up, I had a little bit worse asthma. It was mostly related to you know things like exercise, and running, and then also being sick or having a cold or whatever, and uh, that would wear me out. And I didn't like that so much. And nothing, nothing could be any more healthy for the developing post-pubescent high schooler than being forced to be around all of your classmates with their judging, scheming, ever judging and discerning eyes on your on your swim trunk laden scrawny <laughs> you know, body. It, it, that is just awkward. It's just an awkward... it's right up there with being forced to have, like, braces and stuff and acne. No, no. 
everybody wear swimsuits, even though it's the middle of February <laughs> outside. This is when you have gym class and swimming, so here you go. Don't develop any sort of personal, internal uh, uh, self-criticisms based on this. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's a uh, self-esteem, yes, some sort of self-esteem issue based on your experience here. Have fun! So yeah, I don't, I can't quite say I I like swimming. I, I, if, I'll, I'll, to be quite honest with you, it's, the rest of my life may, may go on and conclude without me ever voluntarily swimming. In a pool, hanging out, chilling by the side lines, or taking a quick dip into the ocean, sure, maybe. But swimming? Like, when you say swimming, I think, like, oh, actually, like, propelling yourself forward with with a, a goal or, or destination in mind. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I could, I could uh, be fine never, ever doing that again. I don't think that there's ever, I mean, I could see maybe as, if things go south and, uh, like, I'm in a survival situation and I need to swim, obviously, that's that's going to... I, I'll have no choice. <laughs> but uh, other than that, no. No thanks. Landlubber asked, On a scale of 1 to 10, how strict were your parents? This is a tough one because I don't know many other parents. And I don't have many friends. <laughs> who I would compare or speak to on the matter. I don't think my parents were very... It's all, yeah, I guess it's also dependent on, like, in what capacity do you mean? You mean just, like, not allowing me to go out or having really early curfews or making me eat my vegetables or do my homework at a specific time or, like, strict, like, punishment wise sort of thing or like force you to do this that or the other or not give you an allowance I never got an allowance which is fine but that, that, that that's nothing ever I ever got I did a lot of chores and things but I never got we never got allowances like I hear sometimes some people just get like paid <laughs> like a salary from their parents as their allowance which is interesting but uh no i think it's it's also dependent on the kid too like i learned very early on speaking of those self-imposed self-esteem developmental issues uh that i didn't like being punished or even the idea of being punished like say i saw other people being punished other kids or, or, or my siblings being punished uh, I pretty quickly came to realize I don't want any of that, so I, I I swung the pendulum far in the other direction, and I told this story a long time ago, but it was basically like, I can pinpoint the very moment <laughs> things started going wrong. No, uh, like back in, ooh, music, perfect timing. I think it was like kindergarten or first grade, maybe it was first grade, I started hanging out with a friend and a group of friends who were like, Loud. They were funny. That's why I liked hanging out with them. Uh, but yeah, they were kind of the class jokesters, and I think I fit in and everything like that. But I think one of my teachers at the time, like, 
during like a parent teacher thing or, or something was like, oh, Kurt's Kurt's hanging around with this group of kids and uh, I, you know, I would hate to see him yada yada yada, not, you know, getting a bad influence. So it was with that and other events that I realized, oh, okay, so being quiet and being unseen, hidden as it were, getting no attention, not causing a ruckus, or, or developing a personality. Uh, that's the way to go. That's the way to avoid having your teacher talk to your parents. So I will stop being friends with these people and I will just be quiet and shy and do my work and not raise my hand. You know, sounds sad, doesn't it? <laughs> Let's get everybody bummed out. Uh, but yeah, that's what I learned early on in, in school and at home even, I think. How how strict were my parents? One to ten? I don't I don't know. Um, I guess. Well, I don't want to get too deep into it either. I don't know how if my parents watch these or not. It's, that would be a weird thing. Have any of you ever like had a conversation with your parents or confronted them about like here here is here is all the bullet lists of how you screwed up. <laughs> this is what you did to cause this much in medication and therapy appointments. That that doesn't seem like a fun conversation to ever have, so I don't know how deep I want to get into that. I mean, I guess I don't I don't like arguing or voices being raised potentially as as a an after uh, effect of the way my parents disciplined um like, I tend to shut down. I don't understand. I, I guess I just don't, like, I don't understand why people argue <laughs> or, like, yell at each other. Like, I can't ever see any topic or scenario, like, interpersonal or whatever. Like, I understand why people yell at each other if, like, you know, for, you know, reasons, you know, you know, you know, like, like, you know, you gotta punch Nazis and things like that. That's a good reason to yell at somebody, as if they're a Nazi. And then you punch them. Uh, but, yeah, like, interpersonal, personal relationships? I don't see why there's, like, arguments. Let's, let's, let's stop arguing and, uh, go to sleep. And awakeness. And a continuing onness. Ooh, and a lot of cactusness. You know what? We got extra inventory space for some reason. Might as well fill it with useful things. Like bones for Wolfie. I think you could use a little bit of health. Look, There we go. But yeah, like like people say like oh, how they are always argue with their, their partner or spouse or whatever, and I'm like, I never have like disagreements, sure, but like raising voices and like smashing dishes or anything like that or whatever. That's just not me. Probably because, I, I t like I said, I tend to just, like, shut down. Which has led to some unfortunate side effects in, in, in relationships. Where I might say, like, shut down and then just, like, go with whatever the other person wants. Just because I want to avoid conflict and, and anger. Um, but I'm working on that. We're working on that. So, yeah. No, there's, like, so many different ways... You can look at, like, 
how your parents did X, Y, or Z, and whether or not it was right or wrong or intentional or not intentional, or if it should have known better or not, that's, that's I don't think, for me to really discuss uh, in an episode of Far Lines or Bust here. Look at all these pigs! There's pigs everywhere. Um, I mean, I will say, like, I don't particularly plan on having kids, but... So I, I, I can't really, like, tell other parents what to do, but I definitely would agree and say that corporal punishment, like, actual physical punishment, is literally the worst thing a parent could do to their kid. Like, scientifically, studies and sociological and psychological studies have been done that, like, if if a kid gets hit, like, just once by by their parent, it has a huge effect on their development uh, and their, their, you know, trust and how they view authority figures and, and you know, the parent is like the, the person that, yeah, they're supposed to teach you X, Y, and Z and what's right and wrong and whatever, but they're also supposed to, like, protect you. So it's, like, really screwy to a developing brain to have this person, supposedly, who, who loves and protects you to suddenly raise a fist. So... Yeah, and I there's like there are people, and there might even be people already clamoring to the comments who will defend spanking or hitting a kid or whatever, you know, to the ends of the earth. And you know, oh, I I got hit as a kid and I turned out fine. Well, you you turned into an adult who thinks it's okay to beat up kids, so I would argue otherwise. <laughs> but yeah, neither here nor there. This conversation has gone off the boat here. Uh, so uh, let's continue on. But thank you for... Th those are the type of questions that can get, get a conversation going. Uh, that, uh, which is kind of weird because I'm by myself just talking. So there's really... I'm not getting any feedback. Uh, so I tend to sometimes feel like I'm soaring into lands and air airspace unknown and, and beyond my scope of understanding. So that's when I, that's when I back off and go to the next question. This one from Cone Dodger. Which I'm surprised was not answered in the last episode. By... me. Uh, Cone Dodger asks, how do you deal with disappointment? I subscribe to Good on Twitch. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. Jokes! Uh, <laughs> how, how do you deal with disappointment? What do you do to pick yourself up? Uh, well, you know that thing working on, like, the relationship thing and, and conflict and, and avoiding anger and, and disagreement and standing up for myself? That's another thing I gotta work on, I think. <laughs> Dealing with disappointment. It's hard not to dwell on it. There's many forms of disappointment. Professional disappointment, personal disappointment, relationship disappointment, global disappointment. There's been a lot of that lately. Um... Ah, uh, that's tough. Like, I feel like everything I'm going to say is not advice that I take myself. But it's always like, oh, look at how you can change the situation uh, into a, a, a thing that you're not disappointed with. Or, oh, maybe reflect on how maybe you had no control or the, the outcome can lead to something else. I'm certainly not somebody who will say, oh, everything happens for a reason. 
there's a grand scheme. You'll find out later that this was the right thing. You know, I certainly don't believe that mumbo jumbo. Uh, some bad things happen to well-intending and, and good people who deserve better. And uh, that's very disappointing. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I think that's definitely something I've got to get better at. I think I've done... One of the things, if I can keep a common theme here, with like school, that school tends to teach you, at least American school, I don't know how other countries deal with it. You know, American schools where it's all quizzes, tests, regurgitate uh, information, uh, scores, comparisons, competition. Uh, one of the things that I feel like school... I keep picking up this piece of sand. Oh, dang it! I've avoided it. He's done it. One of the things that school taught me and teaches kids that's wrong is that failure is failure. Like, oh, you failed the test. You can't continue on. <laughs> you're done and you're below the curve. And that's it. It's over. It doesn't, it doesn't frame failure whew, as a learning experience, as learning from mistakes. It's going back and saying, oh, this is how it should have been. How can I learn that? Like, there's no second chances on the ACT. Well, I guess there is, but it's like the same questions. And it's like, on your, it's everything's on your record. So yeah, they don't, they don't do... Ooh, a spawner. These usually have two chests. So I'm going to try to check them both. <laughs> oh, you noodle. <laughs> All right. Let's do that. So yeah, I think I've gotten better at understanding for my own good that supposed failures uh, can and should be viewed as good things. Okay, two, two, two chests. Ingots, I'll take them. Wheat, I'll take it. That's it. What a what a disappointing spawner. But you know what? At least we have two more iron ingots that we can make a new axe out of. And shovel. Looking at the positive. So yeah, I feel like learning that disappointment or a failure isn't like the end of something or an effort that, that, you know, that there's, you can look back and learn but not dwell. That's my problem. I tend to dwell. I've got one of those brains that like, is like, ooh, hey, things are going okay right now. And then it's like, hey, remember that thing when you were 12 years old that you did that was super dumb and embarrassing? Ha ha! Roll the tape! <laughs> So that's that's the kind of brain I have. So dwelling is 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 a thing I've got to learn a little bit better not to do. But there's a lot of things. Honestly, it's weird to say, and I'm not like recommending everybody take the next bus to their pharmacy. But being on uh, anti-anxiety and anti-depression medication has shut up the the more hostile voice in my head. 
that's like, let's replay the tape and then think about what trash of a person we are. You know, it has really silenced that voice to a noticeable effect. And it was noticeable, like, almost, not almost immediately, but within, like, the first couple weeks I started taking medication. It's, like, it's so nice and silent all of a sudden. I can, like, you know, there's not the uh, automatic negative thoughts taking over, which are often regrets and mistakes and embarrassments and et cetera, et cetera, that come crapping up out of nowhere. Uh, but also there's a lot of techniques you can learn. Uh, the books and things that'll teach you, but also like going to therapy and, and talking to a professional uh, will will help you work on various techniques for uh, reframing your, your mind and how you respond and react to situations and, and thoughts and things. Um, so yeah, how do I, how do I pick myself up? That's, uh, I guess I don't have like a, a self-care routine or a, like a specific, like, thing to do or, 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 you know, book to read or movie to watch or, I mean, I, I also don't say like distract yourself, but distracting, changing, changing your environment. I mean, one of uh, one of the things Cone said uh, while we were out here was like, uh, "Well, well, it's 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 about it's about time for Kurt to start thinking about moving across the country somewhere else again." And uh, whoo, it 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 is it, it, yeah, it's been <laughs> it's uh, it's been that amount of time, but I'm I'm resisting that urge. I don't really have an urge. It would be nice to change, like specific environments. The house I'm in, or whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you can, if you can escape while not escaping, like ignoring or pushing aside, that's something I would recommend to do something you like to do, uh, a hobby, or, or talk to people. Talking to people helps. That's one of the books I was reading. Was talking about how like. These sort of negative thoughts, disappointment, shame, shame, or whatever, internally focused. It it breathes on and breathes on and grows in silence. So when you can actually talk about it and get it out there in the oxygen, is a huge like weight off off your shoulders. Um, like even if you're not. Like getting feedback on it, just just saying, "I see you, emotions, and I expose you to the air, and it will corrode, corrode like an old Japanese sports car." <laughs> oh boy! All right, there we go. That's an episode, isn't it? Episode seven hundred five. We've we've definitely made an appropriately depthed and walled hidey hole here. You have to keep at least two blocks between yourself and where a a a a mob, a hostile mob, could potentially spawn, which is why we don't have any spawning in our rooms. Usually, it's happened a few times. None recently, though. I will say. Hmm. But yeah. 
Thank you so much for watching this episode 705 of Farlands or Bust. Now our inventory is full. Good gravy. What has happened? Uh, Farlandsbus.com to keep donating to Direct Relief and uh, get your own questions of, of deep and depth importance and, and psychological reflectitude into the future episodes of Farlandser Bus. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Jokes!